Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Bokertov, today's staff <clears throat> is staff base in Yoma. <clears throat> Yesterday we got we had a machlokis at the top of the page in Dafyud Bays between Rabbiud and Rabbanon, whether Yerushalayim uh, cannot uh, become Tomei, cannot become plagued, or Rabbiud said Makam Mikdash, or the end of the Gemara at Makam Makudash, like Shuls and uh, Batei Medrash. Those can't become Tomei. Uh, just in the same Svar would be that they, they can't, they don't have a locha like a bias, and therefore they don't have a locha, uh, they're not required to have a mezuzah. That was the machlokas we had yesterday. So we said, uh, <clears throat> does there seem to be a stira? Uh, in some places we see that Bate Knesset and Bate do require mezuzah, some places not. So we said one could go like a mayor who doesn't require, who, who requires them to have a mezuzah, even though there's no residence there, and the Rabbanans say only if there is a residence. Or we said that they both go like Rabbanan, and the case is one case has a residence, one case doesn't have a residence. So it seems to be that the halacha is that shuls don't require a mezuzah, even though the minute is that we put one up. Now, um, um, if they have a residence, or if you can argue that uh, people fall asleep a lot in shuls and bate midrash, maybe it is required to have a mezuzah in those places. But certainly, it's not a regular. If it's not a regular place of residence, it doesn't seem to be required. What's the machlokas between Rabbi and the Rabbanan? Whether we say that Yerushalayim has a halacha of that it could be makabel tuma or not. The Machlokas says more about the eighth line here. Yerushalayim was never divided among the Shvatim, even though Eretz Yisrael was divided among the twelve Shvatim. Yerushalayim was not included in that; was not divided up. Rabbi Yudas of Yerushalayim, this Chalakishvatim was divided up. The Machlokas Rabbanan and Rabbi Yudah is the same as the Fan Machlokas. Here we're going to see a Machlokas whether Yerushalayim was was uh, uh, divided up into into the Shvatim or not. The Tanya Maya Bechalkos what was in the share of Yudah? This Gemara is found in several places, including in Megillah. We'll have it later on in Yuma also, uh, in, around uh, Daf Lamed, Daf Lamed Alf talks about this also. What was in his chalik? Harabayas, besides Judah, right, the area of, Jude, of Judea that had a lot of uh, area to it, Yerushalayim basically was in the area of Yehuda, and what was included in that? Harabayas, Elishchus Vazaris, the eastern side including Harabayas and the chambers and the, uh, and the courtyards of the base of Migdash were included in the share of Yehuda. Umayyah B'chalk was in the share of Binyamin. Ulam, that's the entranceway into the Heichal, like the, uh, the hallway into the, into the, uh, into the Heichal, the main, uh, the main sanctuary of the temple, the Heichal, the Heichal itself. Ubeis Kashikachim and the Kashikachim, that was in the share of Binyamin. So right away you see, according to this Tana, the Yerushalayim was divided up. Some of it was in Yehuda, some of it was in Binyamin. According to the Sfarah, that Yerushalayim was never divided up, and therefore it's not considered a house, and you can't be a Tumah. So it was never divided up at all. Going on with this Sfarah, so we explained that part of Harabayis belonged to Yehuda, part of it was in the share of Binyamin. There was one strip that went from the share of Yehuda into the share of Binyamin, and the Mizbech was built there. If you're looking at the illustration books that we described yesterday and I sent out by email, again, let me know if you, don't, if you need it, if you don't have one. Uh, it's on page uh, 7. There are two diagrams, 17 and 18. And uh, the 18, number 18 shows the Rashi in uh, Megillah Davchafah, which talks about it shows it a different strip. There's only a very narrow strip between the Kevish and the Mizbech in number 18. 
In number 17, the strip is much larger. It's a larger strip, including the kevish. In any case, there was a strip, however you learn it, there was a strip leading from the share of Yudah into Binyamin. And the Mizbechle, and Binyamin Atzadak was Mitzara Olavalbachayom. In other words, it was like Yehuda had a little, a little piece going from his share into the share of Binyamin, and Binyamin wanted that piece. And he was constantly upset about it, so to speak. He wanted to swallow it up on his. He was scratching his head every day. He was worried about it. He wanted it to be in his share. Because of that, because he wanted Binyamin, the righteous, was merited. He became the host of the Gvor, meaning he was, he was the host in the Aron, not Mechalko, he was the uh, he was the host of the Aron, which is the holiest uh, holiest part of the base of Migdash in the Kachei Kadoshim, and therefore because he wanted that, for he was zocha to that. That's what we said before uh, the Mizbeach and the Kod- and the uh, Kodesh Kadoshim was in the share of it um, was in the share of uh, Binyamin, as we said before. Bechalkish Binyamin is the uh, what was in the share of Bechalkish Binyamin Ulam Behechal base Kachei which of course had the Aron. So therefore, he was zochadet. But what do you see? You see that it was divided up. Yehuda had part of it. Binyamin had part of it. But the following Tana held no, that it wasn't divided up at all. You're not allowed to rent out houses to the Oli Regolim in Yerushalayim. People come to Yerushalayim. It's not theirs. They're not the Balabatim. If you live in Yerushalayim, you might, uh, you know, might be registered in the Minhal as the owner but if probably this is Yerushalayim proper itself, maybe within the walls of Yerushalayim, not necessarily the outlying areas that exist today, but in any case, um, you're not allowed to rent it out to the Ole Regolim. Uh, you're not allowed to rent it out because you can't take rent. You can't even rent out the beds. What he means, the beds means the area where the beds sit, where the, the area of the beds, it's the, the ground is not yours to rent out. Therefore, what they do is oros kachim balish was in notlo some bezroa. Why? Because as Abayah says, Abayah shmamina urachar lemeshvik inish gulfa mashchlis rizidir. In other words, when people come to Yerushalayim, what do they do here? They bring karbonos. They 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 bring the chagiga, the shlomim, whatever they bring. The the olas ria. They can. What do they do with the hides? They can't schlep them back. People couldn't uh, couldn't schlep. So they would leave, the, the minigis to leave the gulfas, the, the wine pitchers, the empty bottles, the empty casks, and the mashkas, the hides, for their, for their innkeeper, for the host that, that, that they stayed with. What's the idea for that? Since that's the derech to do, therefore, the, the people who host the ole regalim are allowed to take them uh, by force. The hides of the kachim, which belong to the owners themselves, the Bale Ishpuzdin and Notlans Mazra. In other words, if it's Kachek Kachim, that goes to the Kohanim. But if it's O Kachim Kalim, like Shalme Chagig, etc., those things they, they, um, they, the owners can keep, but, uh, but they leave it with their in, so to speak, as payment. The, the owners aren't allowed to take a payment uh, for the rent or for the space of, of the bed, but for the use of the particular bed, they can. So, right, because they use my bed. I mean, I can't, I can't rent out the space that the bed's sitting on, but the bed itself, they could rent out. And how do they get paid? They get paid by taking the uh, hides and the uh, other utensils, like the, the empty bottles or whatever, uh, from the Oler Golem. But the point is, you see, according to this Tana, that you don't have to take rent because it wasn't, didn't belong to them, it wasn't divided up. 
So this is the machlokis between Rabbiuda and Rabban, and same as this machlokis here. So this is Gemara, wait a minute. You said at the top of this page when we had a stira, is is um, you know does uh, is 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 Yerushalayim is it betame benagam or not? Or the shuls are they metame? The shuls in the batimedrash are metame gom or not? So one place we said no, only if it's miyuchet for a particular person. These are not. But in another case we had said that that they are chayev, right? That uh, um, we the we said the, the, the brayses said batimedrashes are metame benagam. So we said, okay, one is Rameyer and one is Rabbonan. Rameyer says that, um, that it's your house, even if it's not a residence. Then we said, no, maybe it goes both like the Rabbonan. It depends if there's a residence there or not. And then we said, no, it depends if the shuls are part of a large city where all kinds of people come in there or not, and nobody can be called the Balabatim, or if it's a kfar, a small city, uh, like, a, like a village. And there, everybody knows everybody, and everybody, so to speak, has a share in the kfar. So the Gemara now goes back to that point. Udikfar mi metamadagom. You're saying that if it's if the batikanesias uh, about the of a small village, then it is considered like it's considered like there's ownership to it, and therefore it could be metamidagama would require mezuzah, and if it's a large city, not. But is the farm really metamidagama? Tanbilah Bray says laachuza. Again, when it talks about eres achuzaschem laachuza, achik v'shuosah. It's got it's an inheritance for you until you only when when it's conquered. Let's say you conquered the land, but you didn't divide it up among the Shvatim. Or it was, it was divided among the Shvatim, they didn't get around to give it out to the various families. Or but not individual people do not, cannot identify, they're not, uh, they did not, uh, uh, there was no designation of each particular house for each person. So how do I know, Tamalomer, how do I know that that's also a problem? It's got to be, you know, this is your land, Tamalomer, Ubash, Aloha, Bias. Who's going to come and check the house and, you know, and empty out his uh, utensils once the house is plagued? Misha Miyuchadlo, only if it's designated for him alone. This is his house. So what do you see? If it's not designated, I don't care. Even if the house is not designated, so even if you're in a village but, and you have a shul or a base medrash in, in your village, but it's not designated for you alone. So this is not a good answer. You say, oh, uh, it depends. If it's of a large city, then it's not designated for you, and then it could, then it could be Makabotumim. And then it's not Makabotumim. But if it's for a small city, like a village, then it could be Makabotumim and would require mezuzah. Here it's mashma that it's, uh, as long as, if it's not your particular house and you don't have title to it, so to speak, that this is yours and no one else is not even members of your family, that it's not considered, it wouldn't get a plague. It's clear that the best answer is like we said before, if you're going to say that both sheets go like the Rabbanam, so where did the Rabbanam say your chayv and mezuzah, and it would be makabotuma only if there is a residence in the shul. If there's no residence, not. And it was very common, not maybe today it's not, but in those days travelers would always stay in the shul. That's the whole business with St. Kiddush Friday night and all that kind of stuff. So, so the idea is that if there were, uh, travelers would stay in the shul. They had no other place to sleep. There was considered residence and would require mezuzah. So back to our mission. What happened? We said on air before Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol goes into isolation for seven days to avoid him becoming Tomei. And as we said, uh, he could still become Tomei if one of his waiters or people come in, bring him, but then the real problem is he shouldn't be with his wife because his wife could be Matami if she became Anita. So what do we say? We appoint another coin to take his place in case he became Tommy. What happens with the second coin? This coin is a coin, this second coin is like a coin guttle in waiting. In case the first one becomes Tommy, then this one, the, the second coin, the backup coin, we'll call him, becomes there. Fikmar says, Pshita, 
Irbopsal. Now, there's another issue with Kohanim also. Whether it's a new Kohen Hedyog, a regular Kohen doing a Vodah for the first time, or a Kohen Gadol doing his Vodah for the first time, there has to be an inauguration process. It's called the Chinuch, like the Minchas Chinuch, right? It's got to be initiated. It's got to be inaugurated to do this. So when does this uh, second coin, this backup coin Gadol, when does he do that? It's obvious, let's say the coin Gadol became Tomei that very morning, the morning of Yom Kippur, early in the morning, overnight, let's say, and Apsul happened became Tomei, before they bought the Tom Shachar. So how does the coin Gadol get initiated? Okay, well, the coin Gadol normally wears eight Begadim, not four. But then for regular stuff all year round, including the Tomet Shoshachar, Tomet Shel, Shel Benar Bayim, the morning and evening Tomet on Yom Kippur, he wears eight begotim. So that's obviously, and he wears the eight begotim. So that, that's his initiation, his inauguration. People see, oh, there's the Kohen Gadol, there's the backup Kohen Gadol, he just became the Kohen Gadol, he's wearing the eight begotim, and he's bringing the Tomet Shoshachar. But let's say the Psul happened. After the Kohen Gadol, the regular Kohen Gadol had performed the Tomit Shoshachar, because all the Avodah that day is done by the Kohen Gadol, including the, uh, the Karmid, uh, Tomit Shoshachar and Shalbein Abayim. Let's say it was afterwards. It was after Tomit Shoshachar, or for some reason the Kohen Gadol didn't do it, but it was after Tomit Shoshachar. How is this backup Kohen, how is he supposed to be inaugurated? What, what's, what do we mean by that? How was he, he inaugurated? What's the problem? The problem is that on Yom Kippur, the Avoda of Yom Kippur, the basic Avoda that's, that's specific to Yom Kippur, not the Tamat Shashachar, Tamat Shabarabayim, the Avoda of Yom Kippur, all the Avodas that are specific to them. So those are only done with four big day kuna, right? He only done with, with the four, which are like the, 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 um, the same four as a Kohen Hedyo. So how does he look different? What is this, this guy, this backup Kohen Gadol, was really a Kohen Hedyo till now? Right? He was just designated, in case there's a problem, you be the backup Kohen Gadol. But now when he does the Avoda of Yom Kippur, if he didn't do the Tomesh Shabbayim with the eight begotten, and he wears the regular four begotten, the, the white begotten that the Kohen Gadol wears when he does the Avoda of Yom Kippur, he looks just like any other Kohen Hedyot. So how, how, does that, how is that an initiation progress? Uh, how is it obvious that he's doing something over here? Rashi says, Hare Avoda Kippurim. Uh, how is it recognizable? He looks just like any other coin. How did he get initiated over here? He looks just like the, he's wearing the same clothes that he wore yesterday. The coin Hedyot and the coin Gadol on Yom Kippur basically wear the same clothes when the coin Gadol is doing the Avodos Yom Kippur. So I'll tell you the difference. The difference is Ba'avne. The belt is different. The Kohen Gadol sash, or his belt, is different. Why? Why is it different? Because the Kohen Gadol's uh, sash, on, on when he does that Vodavim Kippur, is all done with a, with a, with a, uh, with a linen, a butz, that's called butz uh, um, sash. And, um, and the, uh, and the uh, Kohen Hedyot's his sash is different. Why? Because he wears one that's made out of, out of Tchelis Vargom, the whole Sheish Mosar, he wears one that's made out of it's made out of and meaning it's made out of uh, climb shotness. Okay, so that looks different. So you see, oh, he, this is he, the, he, yesterday when he was a coin head, yo, let's say he did some avoda or last week, whatever, he was wearing one made out of shotness. And now it's, he's wearing a white one, a white uh, linen one. That's how it's different. So the Gemara says, what's the gears here? That's good according to Manda Omar. What do we mean by that? That the avnet of the coin gadol all year around, meaning that all, the coin gadol and of his eight gadol all year round also wears one out of 
Shatnas, and that's the one of the Kohen Hedyot. Ah, so if the Kohen Hedyot, uh, Kohen Hedyot, there's no difference between Yom Kippur and not Yom Kippur. He doesn't do the Avoda particularly on Yom Kippur unless he's helping out a little bit, but his, his, he doesn't do the service in, in, of the Avoda itself because that has to be done by the Kohen Gadol. But the Kohen Hedyot only has one kind of a belt. It's made out of Kalayim. See, if you say that the Kohen Gadol, what the Kohen Gadol wears, right? The Kohen Gadol's Mandamar, Avnei uh, um, Kohen Gadol, what the Kohen Gadol wears all year round, meaning made out of shatnas, is what the Kohen Hedyot wears all year round. So I understand how this, this backup Kohen, when he does the his backup Kohen Gadol, when he does the photo on Yom Kippur, he looks different than, than his Kohen Hedyot because yesterday he wore a, a shatnas belt and today he's wearing a linen belt. Okay, so there, that's his inauguration. You could see he's doing something different. But if you say that the Kohen Gadol's all-year-round belt made out of shot is, is not the same one as the Kohen Hedyot. The Kohen Hedyot all-year-round wears a white linen one. So if the Kohen Hedyot all-year-round wears a white linen one, that's the same one that the Kohen Gadol wears where he, on Yom Kippur when he does the Avot of Yom Kippur. So it's the same white belt. How does he look different? Michael Amemer. And we're going to see that machlokas on the days. Amr Abaya, I mean, that's Shiloh. We said it's a Mandover. One says, that's the question. It was the coin Gadol all year round wears a shot in his belt. On, on the Avot of Yom Kippur, he wears a white belt. The coin Hedyo doesn't change his belt. He's got one belt. The question is, is his belt made out of shot in his, like the like the coin Gadol's all year round? Or is it made out of boots, out of white linen, like the coin Gadol's on Yom Kippur? That's the question. So if you say... That if you say that he wears the same one on that the coin headyotes all year round is the white linen one as the coin gadol wears on Yom Kippur, so how does this back coin backup coin gadol? How does he show that he's different? Yes. Uh, the coin gadol is not anointed. Yes, he's, he's an, correct. So why don't you anoint him? Good question, right? So why That's don't you question. anoint him? So he's asking. So so uh, Avram's asking a very good question. So anoint him. That's how you show that he's different. So Mepharshim say like this. It's a very good question. Mepharshim bring that up. And they say like this. Number one, it could be we're talking about Babayas Shani when there was no anointing. The anointing all had been Nignaz with Yoshiahu. Or it could be that even if, there, even if you're speaking about the time when there was a Shem and a Mishcha or a Lava, when there will be, you can't do it in Yom Kippur because it's not Docha Shabbos and Yontif. In other words, you're fixing him. You don't do that on Shabbos and Yontif. Here is speaking about what happened on Yom Kippur. So you wouldn't anoint him on Yom Kippur. And you don't do that. So why don't you do it the day before? So do it Erev Yom Kippur, right? right? Seven days, the guy was in isolation. He's a backup, so you want him ready, right? He's got his clothes uh, already. They've, the tailor has measured his clothes, etc. He's got everything ready. Why don't you do that? You don't do that because if you anoint him Erev Yom Kippur, there'll be a little bit of a bad feeling. Oh, you're already ready to take my place between the coin guttle and the backup coin guttle. Excellent question, Avram. So there, that's, the, that's how that answer. Why didn't you anoint him? Either there was no anointing oil, and we're speaking about after the bias recent bias shiny times, or they wouldn't do it on Yom Kippur because you don't do that. You don't anoint on Yom Kippur. Okay, so if this is the if this is the problem that if you hold that the coin head all year round wears a white linen belt, and now this backup coin girl is wearing a white linen belt when he's avoda. So what did he do to him? How do you how does he show that he's doing the avoda? How does he show that he's being inaugurated up here? I'm Rabbiya. Lobesh Shmona, what he does is he puts on the eight garments before 
before he does the avod of Yom Kippur, umahapach bitzinora, and he uh, he stirs the coals a little bit. He turns over with you know the hooker, the tongs over there, uh, the tamid shel 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 boker, whatever's on the mizbeach over there. So he does some avod there. He puts on the eight garments of a coin gadol before he starts the avod of Yom Kippur, and that's how he shows it. That's one answer. Um, you're not allowed to uh, to stir the coals on the mizbeach. It's only a coin could do that. So a czar can't do it. So this guy who's uh, who's doing it with the eight begadim, obviously he's showing that he's the coin gadol, uh, the replacement coin gadol. That's one answer. you don't even need that. Just do the avoda. If he does the avoda, everybody knows. Just like everybody knows that you can't stir the coals on the mizbeach. Uh, unless you're a Kohen, they also know that the only one who's allowed to do the avoda in the base of Migdash on Yom Kippur, the, the, the avoda that's specific for Yom Kippur, the Yom Kippur avoda, not the daily stuff, um, th- that the, everybody knows that's only the Kohen Gadol. All the utensils that Moshe made for the base of Migdash, anointing them was what made them, what sanctified them. Afterwards, when they didn't, they, they didn't anoint afterwards, just the doing it, the using them in the Avodah, that, that, that inaugurated them. That also is good. So that's the answer to that question. How did, uh, how did this backup coin, how did he begin as a, what inaugurated him? If you say that this, his sash was different than the sash of the coin because the coin was made out of shotness and his on white one was not. So it's clear that's that's how he he's doing the avoda. Or you could say he did some avoda with the eight begotten before he had started the avoda of Yom Kippur. Or you could say that just doing the avoda of Yom Kippur that is good enough. Kesar of Demon Demon came from Eretz Omar he said like this. Here is the actual Shiloh. What is again the coin guttles sash all year round was made out of shotness. On the Avod of Yom Kippur, it was white. You know, I don't have to have any color or, you know, gold, anything gold on, on you know, um, you know, on, on Yom Kippur, he was dressed only in, in white. What about the Kohen Hedyot? The Kohen Hedyot, there's no, there's no machlux about the Kohen Gadol, but the Kohen Hedyot, who only had one kind of belt, 365 days a year, what was his belt made out of? So Rav Dimi came, he said, that's a machlokas tanam. Amar Avnetesh Kohen Hedyot, it's a machlokas Rebbe Rablazer Vashimen. Chad Omar shall climb. One says it was made out of claim, either Rebbe or Ablazimashimboots, and one was made out of linen. Who said what? So the Gemara now says, Ravdimi didn't say which ones, which rabbi said what, but the Gemara says to sign the Rebbe Udama Klein. Let's prove that Rebbe is the one who said <coughs> that the Kohen Hedyot's belt was made out of claim. The Tanya Amen Kohen Gadol, the Kohen Hedyot, Ella Avnet Div Rebbe. Rebbe says the only difference between a Kohen Gadol and a Kohen Hedyot is only the belt. Now, what do we mean by this? Only the belt. Doesn't the Kohen Gadol wear ape got him? And the coin head wears only four. So what do you mean only the belt? We'll see. Even the belt, there's no difference. It's just they wear the same belt. Amos, what are we speaking about? If we're talking about the rest of the days of the year, two vika. The coin, there's, there's many differences. The coin gadol has eight begotten, including the tzitz and the aphod, etc. Right? He's got more. There's, there's a big difference between them all, all year round. That the coin head wears four begotten and the coin head wears eight. Tuvika, Kohen Gadol Meshamish Bishmona, he wears all eight. The Hedot Ba'avra only wears four. He's only got the shirt, the pants, and the uh, the, the hat, and the uh, and the belt. That's all he's wearing. So it's a big difference. El Alab Yom Kippur. Obviously, we're speaking about Yom Kippur. When the Kohen Gadol also wears, when he's doing the Avodah of Yom Kippur, he only wears four. And the Kohen Hedot wears also four. And what did Rebbe say? 
the difference between the Kohen Gadol and the, and the Kohen Hedyot is the belt. Obviously, why is, it, why is there a difference? Because Rebbe holds that the Kohen Hedyot wears only, uh, wears a client belt, and the Kohen Gadol wears a white belt. As we've said, everybody agrees that the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur only wears a white belt. So there's, so what do you see? We're speaking about Yom Kippur. And, there, and you see that what? That um, where there's only four, and the difference is the belt, obviously, because the belt of the Kohen Hedyot is made out of client. So that proves that Rebbe is the one who says that, whereas Rebbe Lezer says, no, even that there's no difference in the belt. They both have the same white belt. Amri Lo, no, it's not a proof from there. You want to prove that Rebbe holds that? We'll see Rebbe does hold that, that but it's no proof from there. Why? Lo, the Mashayim, Moshe I could tell we were speaking about the rest of the days of the year, too. Uvahanach Deshavim. And we're talking about, we're not talking about, of course the coin Gadol all year round wears eight begotten, wears the coin Hedyot wears four, but of the four that they wear in common, that they have in common, these four, the shirt and the pants and the hat and the belt, is there a difference between them? Rebbe says there is a difference between them. Why? Because meaning in the ones that wear that they were in, in the same four belts, what does Rebbe say? The difference is the, the belt is what? Uh, is is uh, the difference is the belt, right? Well, according to, if we're saying we're talking about the same four, and the coin Gadol all year round, what's his belt made out of? Kalayim, as we said. So therefore, when, you, when Rebbe says there's a difference between, the only difference between them is the belt, and we're, if we're talking about all year round, if you're talking about Yom Kippur, you're right. So the coin Gadol is for sure white, so the, so the Kohen Hedyot is shotness. But if we're talking all year round, when the coin Gadol is shotness, and you're saying that the belt is not the same, then it could be Rebbe holds that, the belt, therefore, the Rebbe would hold that the belt of the coin hedyot is made out of boots. It's not. It's made out of linen. It's not. It's white linen. It's not made out of out of um, a shotness. So therefore, you can't prove from there. You're right. If we're talking about a Yom Kippur, that would be a proof. But if you're talking about all year round, when the coin gadol is made out of shotness, the coin gadol is made out of he, uh, the coin is made out of white linens. So we don't know for sure from there that Rebbe would say that the coin hedyot's all year round is made out of shotness. But Kiyosa Rabin. When Robin came from Eretz Yisrael, he said, He might be said before, Everybody agrees that the coin Gadol's sash on Yom Kippur is made out of, out of white linen. All the rest of the year, there be a kosher climb. Everybody agrees that the coin Gadol's made out of climb. There's no more. The machlokis is the coin hedyot's all year round. Whether, whether, even if he's dressed or he's not doing the avodah, but his, his, his belt is, is, is the same on Yom Kippur as all year round. Sherebi Omer, see, Rebbe, so here, Robin said, Beferish, Sherebi Omer shall climb for a blessing of Shimon Omer shall butts, made, made out of butts. So here, we're saying is like this. Rav Dimi came from Eretz He said, Rebbe holds one way, Blazer holds another way. Blazer holds another way. You wanted to prove it from the machlokis about Ein Ben Koen Gadol Koen Edit, Ela Avna Piyan, we don't know. If we're talking about Yom Kippur, it would be a proof that Rebbe would hold that. Maybe we're talking about Shaya Moshe But Robin came and he said, yes, that is definitely machlokis. The Rebbe holds that the Koen Hedyot's belt is made out of climb, but Blazer Shimon says it's made out of white linen. Omram Nachmar Yitzchak, Afanan Amitinina. We learned in our Bryce as follows also. What does the Bryce, what does the Pusik say? The first avoda done every day in the base of Yish, we know early, early in the morning, before Los Hashachar, uh, the, the, uh, after the lottery is done, there's one guy, who, one coin, who is, uh, who is designated to do the Truma Sadeshim. What is the Truma Sadeshim? He goes up, takes a little bit from the big pile, the wood pile on, of ashes, takes a little bit, takes a little shovelful, and puts it on the side of the Kevesh, and miraculously it sinks into the ground. It says over there, the beginning of so we say this every day in Karbonus, he wears his clothes, 
Yilbash al Basoro. So this is in Perak in the beginning at Sav, Pasik Yimel. It says he should put it on Vlover, who Michna say by Yilbash al Basoro. Why does it say it should say it says Vlovash Gumidai? He'll put on his garments made out of linen. Umichna say by Yilbash al Basoro. And he should put his pants on, on his bus, put his pants on to Yilbash. Again, what's the second Yilbash for? You said Vlovash Akon Midovat, so just say Vlovash Akon Midovat, no Michna say by al Basoro. It's got to be on his busser. You can't have an undershirt in between or, or undergarments in between. It's got to go directly on his busser. But what's the second yilbush for? So the Gemara is like this. The Bryce says, I'm going to tell you, Al-Basaro, Matam Yilbush. What does it have to say the second time yilbush? Loving Mitznefes Fa'avnet, to tell me that this is a regular, this isn't simply like, a, you know, opening the opening bell or the alarm clock, you know, that, okay, take a few ashes off, you know, start the day off. No, no. This is an avoda. The, the Kohen who does this, the Kohen who is Zohar to do Sadeshin also has to wear a hat and his belt. La Roma Sadeshin, Divra Buda. That's why it says Yilbash. To tell me the, the second Yilbash is to include even the things that aren't specified in the Pussing, including the hat and the belt. That's what Rabuta says. Rabdosa says, Lahavi Big Day Kohen, Gadobiomikipurm Shank Sharon Le Kohen Hadyo. To tell me a different Allah. Rabdosa says that the Kohen Gadol's garments on Yom Kippur are the same as that of the Kohen Hadyo. You know what? The coin guttles on Yom Kippur are not supposed to be used again on another Yom Kippur. He wears new garments every Yom Kippur, but they're kosher for the coin head. The coin head could wear them, even though we have a cloud of Mount Kodesh Vein Moridin, right? You only go up, but he holds that's not a problem because they're still used in the base of Migdash. Just means that you should always, Yom Kippur has to have a new garments every year, but he can be used for the coin head. Rebbe Omer, Rebbe says, wait, Shay Shubas Bedover. Rebbe, now we wanted to prove here also that what, what Rebbe holds. Right? We're trying to say, Afanamatanina, what's the point of this, Bryce? So to prove, Rebbe also holds that the uh, sash of the coin head did all year round is made out of climb. Rebbe Yom Chesu was but this doesn't make sense. You can't say that the coin head, the coin guttles uh, sash on Yom Kippur can be used, or all his begotim, all his four begotim that are white can be used by a coin head all year round because the coin guttles sash on Yom Kippur is made out of linen. And the coin hedyot's sash is made out of shatnas. It's not the same one. So how could you say, Dosa says, uh, oh, you know what? What does he mean? Yilbash? You know what? That the uh, the, the coin who does the Trumas Adeshen, he can wear the coin guttles Yom Kippur for last, uh, garments from last Yom Kippur. What do you mean? <laughs> the coin hedyot who's doing the Trumas Adeshen, he's got to have a, um, a shatnas belt. And the coin guttles belt from Yom Kippur is made out of linen. How could you say he could use it now? So that's number one. This what Rav Dosa says doesn't make sense, says Rebbe. You're going to say that regarding that were used on Yom Kippur can now be used for a, a minor uh, holy uh, avodah like Truma Sadeshan? Again, Ma'al Makodesh Femer Reden. Ella, Ma'atam Loma Yilbush, what Rebbe says, what do you do with the royal Yilbush? Larabos Esashchokim, that you can even use worn out garments. In other words, when he does the Trumas Adeshen, you can even use, you don't have to have the, the best garments. Yilbush, you can wear any, even old garments are also good enough for Trumas Adeshen. Rashi brings down that he heard a shot that Shachokim, that you should dafke use the worn out garments because he's going to get dirty from the ashes. But he says that's, that's, not the, that's not the case. The dirty from the ashes is when he changes his clothes. The Pasuk is afterwards. When he takes out the whole pile, all the dash and mechutz l'machne makam tar, that's different. Then you're going to get dirty when you have a lot. But here you're just taking a small shovelful uh, with one hand, and then you're not going to get dirty from that. But the point is, he could wear old garments. Okay. The point. So what do we see? We've proven now that Rebbe holds 
that the Kohen Hegyots sash all, all year round and Yom Kippur is made out of shatnas. He says, that's why you can't say that the Kohen Guttles sash from Yom Kippur can be used by the regular Kohen because it's a different kind of a sash. That's number one. And number two, you wouldn't be, uh, you wouldn't, Mal Makodesh may Maridin, you wouldn't say that something was used on Yom Kippur can now be used for an all year round uh, uh, ceremony. Vaz Ravdosa Tameh, Ravdosa, who says what you could use, uh, you could use those garments uh, from the Kohen Guttel on, um, uh, all year round, and as Rav Dosa obviously would hold like Rav Lazar Rav Shimon, who holds that the Kohen Hedyotz all year round is made out of butts, made out of linen. But as Rav Dosa, let me say the word butts, butts is linen, as opposed, don't confuse that with the modern Hebrew word of butts, which is mud, right? Or or the coffee that many people like to drink. But as Rav Dosa, let me, and Rav Dosa goes according to his Svara, goes, you know, he's, he's, um, He's consistent with his view to Tanya Nicham Sham. On Yom Kippur it says, <clears throat> on Yom Kippur we say the coin goes as a bar and after he did the uh Voda with the uh Sora Mishtalech, the uh the Sar Mishtalech Sarlazosla, it says Baron Eloamoi, Ufashad Espagoto, he takes off his his uh, white linen clothes, the Shalosh Bavalakosh, Vinicham Sham, and he leaves them there. What does Vinicham Sham mean he leaves them there? Malamishatun Ganiza. The Tanakama says, you know what, those garments have to be stored away. They're put into the Shamus. He never wears them again. That's what the Tanakhama says, Vinicham Sham. Rabdosa says, no. So he shouldn't be used next year. You can't use the, you could use the garments. A coin head, you can use those garments because they're the same garments that the coin head wears all year round, including the white sash, the white, the white belt. Uh, <clears throat> so all it means is Vinicham Sham is the coin goddle should put them down, then he shouldn't use them again next year, but a regular coin could. So that, that concludes the discussion about, um, about the kind of sash that, uh, that a coin hadyot wears, that machlokas, and how the coin gadol gets inaugurated uh, in, in this case, this backup coin gadol. But going back to the backup coin gadol. Weren't, weren't, those, yeah. weren't, those, weren't, the, weren't those things that they didn't use for, for, for wicks? Did they use them for wicks? Is it a in, in sukkah? That yeah, that's a, of a regular coin yotes, Maybe they were used for wicks, right? The the born the worn out garments were used for wicks. But over here, the coin gar- garments that he used on Yom Kippur, according to the Tanakami here, you never use them again at all. They have to be stored away because there's such a high degree of kedusha of Yom Kippur. And uh, according to Rav Dosa, they could be used again. It could be used again by a coin yot, or if they're worn out, could be used for wicks. Let's say. We're talking about this on Yom Kippur, where a coin guttel became Tomei, or something happened to him, and they appointed the other guy in his place, Tachtov. What happens now? This backup coin guttel became a coin guttel temporarily. You know, once you're a king, it's hard to go back. So what happens to him? So, okay, the regular coin guttel, once he becomes purified, he goes back and he becomes coin guttel again. He just was deposed temporarily. Shaney, what about the second guy? He's a coin guttle. If he does a vote, he has to wear all eight garments. A coin guttle who does the avoda all year round with four garments is puzzle. He's got to wear all the garments, as we learned many times. Even a regular coin, if he doesn't have his garments, he's a czar. He can't do the avoda. The avoda is puzzle. So <clears throat> the, this, this backup coin guttle who became a coin guttle temporarily, he's a coin guttle. Now, uh, he's, he has to wear the eight begotten. And uh, if anything happens to him, uh, for example, let's say, you know, we, uh, by, uh, by Avelos, um, 
<clears throat> I don't know if everybody, if everybody here, everybody who's here on the DAF, in case you didn't know that uh, Rick is not here with us today because his mother passed away yesterday. He's in Avelis. He's in Shiva. Um, so a coin Gadol who is um, uh, who's in Avelis, he uh, he has different uh, uh, he has different halachas. He doesn't let his hair grow long, and he doesn't uh, rent his garments in the same way. And he's not mitami to any. He's not mitami to his next of kin either. Only to a uh, mace mitzvah, uh, and he can only marry a virgin. Cannot marry an almana. So all those laws apply to him, says Rameir. He's a kohen gadol, uh, even though uh, he's he defers now to the regular kohen gadol. But he was a kohen gadol. He has Allah, He's always a kohen gadol. If you want to give an example and say that uh, somebody who was uh, president, uh, even for a few days. Uh, you know, he's always called president, you know, even though he's no longer there. He's still, he's called Kohen Gadol. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Rishon Chos So, Rabbi Yossi says, no, the first one goes back to Zavad Hashani, ain't a Roy, lo lo Kohen Gadol, lo Kohen The second guy cannot become, he's not Roy to be a Kohen Gadol anymore, and he doesn't serve anymore, and he's not a Kohen Hedyo. Um, Rabbi Yossi, we'll explain why in a minute. Um, Rabbi Yossi, Maiz Yosef ben Elam, meet Sipari, didn't happen in Sipari, it's from Sipari. There was a story with this coin, uh, Yosef ben Elam was his name. And um, <coughs> it's a funny name, Elam, right? Uh, it's, in Chumash, there's a, there's a guy with that name, too. I just remember that, you know, Elam means a person who can't speak. So you said that there's a vart that, you know, that you're supposed to be careful and uh, don't talk too much. You know, uh, uh, what the line was that, that um, uh, and she goes, peel like your lips kiss the one another. They stay quiet. It's good to be good to be quiet. We have a locha that called alam gvar in certain cases, you know, in the zikin that uh, when Bezin cannot get involved, they don't know whose it is and they're fighting. So called alam whoever's stronger. So he says of art, called alam whoever keeps his mouth shut gvar. He's the strong person. He's the real. He's the real man. Called alam. Anyway, this day his name was Yosef Benim was a coin from Tzipori. She bought the coin gadol. And there was a psalm in the Kohen Gadol at that time, and he took Uminu Tachtav, and they appointed Yosef Milam to be the Kohen Gadol in his place. Once the first Kohen Gadol, the regular Kohen Gadol, was fine again, he was purified, he goes back to his job. He can't be either one. Why? He shouldn't be a Kohen Gadol, it would be bad feeling. The Kohen Gadol, the regular Kohen Gadol, oh, here's another Kohen Gadol, I'm, I'm, I'm the Kohen Gadol. This guy just took my place. Now he's he's ready to take over my job, you know. So the second guy should not be should not be the coin gadol at all. He shouldn't serve at all. Obviously, if he served, you'd have a problem. What does he serve with ape gadol? He says no. He shouldn't be the coin shemeiva. Coin yedim shemalim kashvel meridin. As we said before, malim kashvel meridin. That's as far that Rebbe says. Rabdosa didn't agree with that in this case, but Rebbe holds that, and it's a general concept of kachim malim kashvel meridin in general. If you have a if you have a uh, cover for tefillin, you can then use a cover for a safer Torah, but you don't go back and reverse. This concept goes throughout shas malim kashvel meridin. So therefore. For the coin, if he served as coin gadol, he can't serve as as uh, as coin hedyot anymore, and he can't be the coin gadol because of Ava. We don't want him to do the avoda because of, there'll be bad feeling between him and the coin gadol. Amar Rabbi The halacha is like Rabbi Yossi in this matter, not like Rameir who says that well, he's still the, the backup coin gadol who would serve temporarily should be he's a regular coin gadol. He's so there's two quantum gadol. Yossi's not halacha like Rabbi Yossi. The Mepharshim say, why do you have to say Allah Rabbi Yossi? In general, we have Machlokas Rabbi Yossi and Rameir, the Allah is like Rabbi Yossi. So two reasons are brought down. One, number one, because there's a Stam Mishnah like Rameir that says that he goes back, and therefore we want to ask him like that. And also, and also because uh, to show you, um, for, you know, to show that in this case where Rabbi Yossi argues, 
Allah uh, because number one that even because um, uh, it could very well be that this uh, the, the concept that we always go like Rabbi Yossi is only is, is only uh, said things that are no gaya but if we were talking about something lost at lovo it's going to happen in the future but so maybe it's possible that there we don't say lachas like Rabbi maybe lachas like Rabbi Yossi or Mayor and do you go like Rabbi Yossi go like a Mayor. But this is something that's talking about the future. Maybe that wouldn't be the case. Or some, like we say, that maybe the reason is because of Stam Mishnah goes like Rameyer, so he had to say Allah Rabbi But it's a general principle. Machokas Rameyer and Rabbi Yossi go like Rabbi Yossi. Umor Rabbi Yossi, Shem Ovad, Shem Ovad, Shem Ovad, Shem Ovad, Shem Again, Rabbi Yossi says the reason why the Kohen Gadol should not serve the, and do the Avodah anymore is because there'll be a bad feeling there. And he shouldn't do the Avodah. Malam Kodesh Vein Meriden, he shouldn't do the Avodahs of a Kohen Head Yod. But if he did the avodas of Kohen Gadol, it's a good avodah. Amar Rabbi Yonarav, Allah Rabbi Yossi, Umod Rabbi Yossi. Here also he says, not only Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yonarav also says, Lachas Rabbi Yossi, but Rabbi Yossi, she emes rishom. If the first guy dies, shechozel of adaso. Ah, very good. That the Kohen Gadol again, the backup Kohen Gadol has a has a um, uh, it has a status of a Kohen Gadol, but he doesn't really work as a Kohen Gadol. He shouldn't do the avodah there at all. In other words, we don't consider him a Kohen Gadol. He doesn't do the avodah at all. Why? Because of a bad feeling. But he said, Moda Rabbi if he did the Avodah, it is a good Avodah. Also, if the coin Gadol, the regular coin Gadol, dies now, he didn't just become temporarily uh, impure, but uh, if he dies now, then there is a backup coin Gadol. So you don't have to go appoint, look for a, a new coin Gadol, because this backup coin Gadol is already the coin Gadol. Isn't that obvious? You shouldn't consider him, maybe Rabbi says, you don't even consider him a coin Gadol at all. Because it's like a tsar mechaim. Tsar mechaim is a, a co-wife. You know, a general, co-wives are entrusted, you know, because there's jealousy and each one is saying, when's this one going to die? So I'll be, the, uh, I'll be the main person here. I don't want to have a co-wife. So you might think because of a tsar mechaim, that we don't allow him to be the, 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 the back of coin gadol should not become the coin gadol upon the death of the regular coin, but coin gadol, but rather appoint a new one, so that the coin gadol who's alive, while he's alive, the regular one shouldn't think, oh, he's waiting for me to die because here's my replacement. He's, re- he's you know, he's ready for, waiting for me. Uh, he's probably praying that I should die. So because I might think that, therefore, the coin gadol, the back of should not become the coin gadol upon the death of the first one. We don't say that. We say that he's a coin gadol in waiting, but he's not the coin gadol. He shouldn't do the avoda. And he shouldn't do the avodah by kohen hediot because mom comes from Meriden. Shouldn't do the avodah of kohen gadol. So he shouldn't feel bad. The kohen gadol shouldn't feel bad. However, if the kohen gadol does die, this kohen gadol, who's already been acted as kohen gadol at a, for for a few hours or a day or whatever it was, he does take the place. And you don't appoint a new one. You don't go to find a new kohen gadol. The backup kohen gadol who once served can become the kohen gadol now. Tomorrow's daf will be on the uh, on the podcast as usual, and on Sunday. We'll start with the Mishnah, Daf Yudal. Go, we'll take up the Mishnah. We'll start from the Mishnah there on Sunday. Shabbat Shalom Lekulam. Kol Tuv. Yes. Brian? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Don't we have the same problem with the Kohen Milchama? That there's, two, there's a Kohen Milchama that goes right. out when he comes back. Yeah, right. The Meshuach Milchama, right, but the Meshuach Milchama is not the same as the Kohen Gadol. He's only appointed for one specific purpose. Here, the purpose is to, to act as the Kohen Gadol. He does all the avodah of the Kohen. The backup Kohen Gadol does all the avodah of the Kohen Gadol, whereas the Meshuach Muhammad, he may not be, go back to be a Kohen Hedyot anymore because Malam Bekosh Vem Reden, but he's, he's not the Kohen Gadol. So, you know, it's, uh, they have the same problem. He was only appointed for that, so he's like in between. You're right. He's not the Kohen Gadol, and he's not a Kohen Hedyot anymore. All right, Shabbat Shalom. Kultuf.